1: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
0: So this week, Walmart announced it is taking tobacco products off some store shelves. When I say some, it's like California, New Mexico, Florida. And Walmart's playing catch-up because Target and CVS have cut out cigarettes entirely. And we're, we are we, we know... That more than 480,000 Americans die from smoking cigarettes every year. And in fact, get this. The CDC estimates one in 13 kids will die earlier than expected from a tobacco related illness. In a few days on April 1st is what we used to call, remember, the Great American Smokeout. Mm-hmm. Now it's called yeah. like National Kick Butts Day, right? You remember that now? Or then it was called National Kick Butts Day. And now it's called, I believe, Take Down Tobacco, National Day of Action. But I was shocked to learn at how many kids this still affects. So we had a lot of questions about this. And we asked Gabby Coleman, a certified tobacco treatment specialist at Alina Health, to talk about uh, ways tobacco is still impact- impacting our youth. And she joins us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. So Gabby, welcome to
2: the show. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here.
0: Gabby, I don't understand, and you know, maybe I'm naive, but kids know this is bad for them. Adults know tobacco kills. How much of a problem is tobacco with today's youth?
2: It is a significant problem. And um, according to the uh, 2021 National Youth Tobacco Survey, 34% of high school students which would be grades 9 through 12, had tried any tobacco product.
1: Wow. Is that's that up yeah, Is that a up from a generation okay. ago, Gabby? What are the trends? Are more kids well, smoking now?
2: Well, uh, I, I think I would like to rephrase this question. Are more kids using tobacco? Because we've seen smoking cigarettes on a downward trend, but what we're seeing on an upward trend starting from 2016 to 2017 is the number of youth who report using tobacco through uh, vaping a nicotine e-liquid or vaping an e-cigarette.
1: And can I ask a a, a question about that? My brother, who's uh, three years younger than me, he's been smoking cigarettes forever. He just recently switched over to vaping, and he's kind of patting himself on the back. He's saying, hey, brother, look, uh, vaping is a lot safer. Does... Does he make a compelling case or is he is he in dreamland? I mean, how much safer is vaping than smoking cigarettes?
2: It's really difficult to quantify that with a percentage because uh, in healthcare, especially in the world of tobacco treatment, it's difficult to say that something is safer when we know it's not safe. We know that these e-cigarettes are delivering insanely high levels of nicotine. And whether it's targeting the developing brain or the brain of your brother, um, they're, they're getting nicotine in higher doses. And um, therefore, it, it just it's not safe.
1: What are the impacts long term of nicotine on the human brain? Do we know? I mean, it, nicotine can't be good for you over the long haul, right?
2: System. Well nicotine essentially, yeah nicotine essentially can damage every organ in your body, but when we think about the youth, we think about the adolescent brain it doesn 't develop until around the age of twenty five so when youth introduce tobacco through an e cigarette, these high levels of nicotine are damaging the areas of the brain that are responsible for memory, cognition, and emotion and when we think about emotion, we think about mental health mm. and how it 's really impacting their ability. To not manage mental health,
1: Uh-huh.
2: okay. Effectively, yeah One of the texters, uh, one of the texters, asked us
0: if the federal government is still subsidizing the tobacco industry.
2: Oh, that's right? a good question, isn't it? <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, if I'm understanding the question correctly, back in 1998, the government um, did sue Big Tobacco, and they won a lawsuit, and they've distributed the funds to help people quit tobacco use, um, but, you know, simply we don't have the regulation that is needed to keep these products out of the hands of youth.
1: Gabby, hmm. what, what do you recommend for, for parents? I mean, we all want the best for our kids and, and kids for our parents. We, we want our parents to live long lives. Yeah. But what, what, what tends to work? What has the most impact in getting people to quit? what works?
2: Well, you have to find a reason. You have to find a reason that resonates with yourself. Why do I want to quit? Uh, often when I work with youth uh, Adelina, Alina, um, a lot of the Kids will say, um, you know, I can't play my band instrument or I'm having a hard time walking up the stairs or running down the soccer field or I can't afford my tobacco product anymore. And just really trying to find that reason that resonates with them and then developing a quick plan, a a quick plan that um, feels that it's it's achievable.
1: Okay.
0: Gabby, why are they starting in the first place? I thought there was a stigma against tobacco that it, you know, oh, we're smarter than that now. We're not falling for the, you know, the Joe Camel and the Marlboro Man ads anymore. I mean, do kids not see it that way?
2: I think that when the tobacco industry started to launch these new products onto the market, they knew that they were targeting replacement smokers and they knew that they could add flavors Flavors are very appealing to youth. Uh, I think the last time I checked, there was still over fifteen thousand flavors of e liquids available on the market. And flavors, in and of itself, are actually damaging um, the heart and lungs. It really um, suppresses the body's ability to fight off infection, so it makes the immune system oh, has to work harder to fight off an infection. Oh boy! I know. I can't believe I this agree. is still a problem, I, can't, I, can't believe I mean, I'm really
0: surprised. Right. I guess yeah. I just thought kids would be like, oh tobacco, that's so like, you know, nineteen sixties.
2: <laughs> I don't want anything. Okay yeah.
1: boomers, yeah. Okay. Right.
2: Boomers. Okay, but exactly. i know. You know, youth a- are, Yeah, you know, God. youth are really dealing with a lot of stress and um this seems to be uh a, a a a device or a product that they turn to for stress management. Um, But in the the end, they're not able to manage their stress, their anxiety, their depression any better than they were before they started the tobacco product itself. But it's truly the flavors. You know, youth are curious. What will it taste like? What will it feel like? And again, there was no regulation Mm. when regulation should have been implemented several years ago on these devices. And so they're just falling into the hands of youth right now. Okay. Gabby, do you
0: think when like Walmart makes a decision to stop selling it or Target makes a decision to stop selling it, do you think that helps or are they going to just find it somewhere else?
2: Well, I I think any type of regulation that we can implement at any level is critical. So absolutely, it's going to help if we remove accessibility. But you're right. Listen. If somebody is addicted to nicotine, their brain's been hijacked to think they need nicotine for survival, uh, especially the brain of, of a youth, adolescent, or young adult. And so, of course, they're going to try to find ways to to purchase their tobacco product, um, which is which is very discouraging. Uh, but that's what happens when when somebody's addicted. And I just really want to add that these. New e-cigarettes, the disposable vapes. I mean, some of these vapes are delivering nicotine at insanely high levels. Um, I wanted oh. to highlight the Puff Bar because the Puff Bar is an e-cigarette that um, middle school and high school students have reported using over the last couple years. And you know, one Puff Bar has over 90 milligrams of nicotine. And if you if you equate that to tobacco cigarettes, that's like smoking over four packs of cigarettes. Oh my goodness! <gasps> hey, no, Gabby, I heard
1: too. Oh, ad- yeah. b- Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, <laughs> nicotine more addictive than cocaine and even heroin yeah. in terms of how it yeah. affects your brain. Is that true?
2: Yes, it's very true. It hijacks every pleasure center in the brain. And again, your brain is think it's wired to think that it needs nicotine for survival. So when it's going without nicotine, it's going to try to find a way to get the drug, even though it's, you know, when you don't have access to it. So, yeah, it's very, very addictive. It's a It's. It's got a high risk of relapse if you don't have a solid quit plan in place. And, uh, you know, there are a lot of medications out there to um, help with tobacco treatment to quit successfully. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah.
0: Gabby, this was enlightening, a little discouraging. Uh, but again, Gabby's a certified tobacco treatment specialist yeah, at Alina. Gabby, for people who want more information, help quitting, advice for kids, where do they go?
2: Yeah, well, there are a few good resources. The Truth Initiative has a program called This is Quitting and um, kids can text Ditch Vape to 88709 and they'll get um, age appropriate text messages and advice on how to set a quit date and how to get through triggers. Uh, Minnesota Quit Program has My Life, My Quit. They can log on and register and they can chat or they can talk to a tobacco coach. Uh, there are other organizations. American Lung American Lung Association has the Vape Talk. Mm-hmm. Um, Alina Health. We have a Change to Chill website that um, also provides resources for uh, youth and adolescents on um, a tobacco quit plan. All right.
0: Good. Thank you, Gabby. That was a ton. Gabby Coleman with Alina Health. Uh, we appreciate that time and the awareness about this. Again, I was kind of hoping that, ah, tobacco, that was my mom's stuff, you know, but I guess it's still out there. Nope.
1: Nope. Back to the future. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours